Cause the ugly American Ugly American, ugly American He is the ugly American Please right. He is the ugly American Do you remember Our President Reagan Do you remember How he saved the USA Where she were here today the Ugly American Show. You are so ugly. He's ugly. You're so ugly. Some people are so ugly they think they're disabled. Ah! And welcome back for another edition of the Ugly American Radio Show podcast with a special guest today. Normally I don't talk to people because nobody wants to talk to me. Um, but I convinced this guy to make an appearance. At one time, he was my boss. <laughs> and, and we've been pals ever since. I'm talking about Anthony Cumia, formerly uh, of the Opie and Anthony show, which I knew him from, of course. And now the owner, the, the, the entrepreneur, the voice, the face. He's an author. He owns his own media company. Uh, the only thing he hasn't done yet is solved coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, what's what, up, man? What's happening, man? Welcome, uh, welcome. This is our, you know what? And, and full disclosure, this is the first time Anthony and I have ever done something like this. Even though he's been on the air, yeah. And I left the show back, you know, just after we got fired from CBS, <laughs> and then they went to XM and were there for years, and then all these years. This is, this is the first time we've actually done. We've hung out. Like I helped him, you know, yeah. we record the book in your basement, or I should say your, your movie studio. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked. I, I didn't realize uh, any cursing on this or not. Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's weird. We never, we never, uh, did anything like this. I'd love to have you on my show too, obviously. Yeah. Uh, uh come on in. I mean, we have a long storied history. Yeah. Uh, and you know, together, and, uh, and you know what's so funny about that is that, and what triggered this is, Last week, when I texted you, I was watching an, a video from like I think it was like 2015. It was just uh -huh. just after you had lost the, uh, the the XM gig, and and you'd started your own thing, and Norton was still there with Opie, and and there was that Oof. tension, and and all it crumbled right before our eyes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but you know how how I don't even know the female guest, whoever it was. She just mentioned, "Oh, I just got to say, I went on Anthony's show," and all of a sudden, a hush fell over the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't uh, me and the old Opster haven't spoken in quite some time. It, yeah. uh, it did not uh, it did not go down uh, very amicably. No. But uh, who gives a crap? I don't I don't care. That's true. What he's doing, I'm doing my own thing, and uh, you know he's he's whining on a beach somewhere. So. Right. Whatever. You you've started your own as I mentioned media empire. Uh you've got yes. you've got Compound Media. It's on an app you can watch live, you can you can grab it on demand. You there's a whole host of things which is pretty cool. It's compoundmedia.com. Um but, yeah, yeah. but again, I was awesome. uh, like I said I was watching I was listening to that that whole thing as it self-destructed and I was like, "Oh my goodness, there's so much here." And, and and I started wondering. I'm like, was that the? Is that where Greg shells came into play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, walking on uh, Greg shells. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you worked uh, you worked for the guy long enough. Oh, also, yeah. you know what it was like tiptoeing around, making oh, sure uh, 
you know, making sure you didn't uh, to don't upset him or the whole show will suffer. <laughs> we all used to go in there with issues and problems and our daily bullshit that happened. And you'd sit down to do the show and you'd just put it out of your mind for right. the four hours or so of doing the show. Right. But you knew when you walked in, if he had an issue, the whole show was just going to suffer. So you had to walk on uh, eggshells, obviously, and then the fans kind of turned it into Greg <laughs> shells, which is pretty goddamn funny. And, and, <laughs> and weren't you selling T-shirts like that, too, or somebody was? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, a T-shirt will come up for anything. <laughs> I mean, you get coronavirus T-shirts now. And, oh, I know. And We're still broadcasting from the city. Um, I take, uh, I still take the train in uh, during this whole thing, and it's empty, and it smells like uh, like Lysol. They, they scrub the trains. It's, mass transit has turned out to be the best way to uh, to stay away from people, <laughs> oddly enough. Yeah, no so, kidding. So uh, we're doing that. So, but I, I, I got the studio in the basement at my house all uh, ready to rock again, just in case um, everything goes sideways. Now, so ha- we're just going to keep broadcasting. I yeah. was going to say, now, has that something that's been bandied around, like the building? Because I know you're in a big building. Yeah. Have they, yeah it's empty, ha- though. Have they put out any, any you know, hey, we're going to be closing things down and all that stuff to you guys or no? Well, they ha- they haven't yet. Uh, I guess it depends on how, how bad this thing gets or, or not. Uh, but, you know, we, we just want a contingency plan just in case we have to bug out. Right. We could go uh, out to my house. It's all set up. I, I already asked uh, the people to open the pool up. We'll heat that oh, nice. up to a nice toasty temperature. <laughs> we'll do shows out back. We'll do it at the bar. You know, uh, it's just going to – we will continue broadcasting um, right through till uh, the last person drops dead. <laughs> <laughs> they, they haven't started chasing us for our brains yet, so I think we're in good shape. Not yet, but I, I, ha- I have some artillery at my house just in case, you know, uh, the, everything. The guns come in handy. People always ask, you know, what, what, would you, what would you need? Like, what supplies would you want to have if something really goes <laughs> sideways? And I go, you just need a gun, then you could take everyone else's shit. <laughs> <laughs> and a sign on your door that says, not a gun-free zone. Right, exactly. You, you know? could definitely assume it's not a gun-free zone. <laughs> now, now, what's interesting is that, uh, you know, because I was thinking about it the other day, I'm like, you know what? And it's something I just posted today is is that they keep talking about, oh, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. Now I'm thinking, yeah. now which fitness company is going to be the first one to hashtag that in a commercial and say, hey, get ready for summer. Oh, get flatten re- the curve. Flatten the curve. <laughs> what a hack that would be. <laughs> you would have <laughs> we catch so much shit. Do you know people died from this? I, I was looking at that. Uh, I was looking at that graph and stuff last night, seeing how the, the spike of not flattening the curve and then the, the length of the flattened curve. The length of the flattened curve seems detrimental too. <laughs> like they don't understand. The longer we keep this thing going and keep people home, the economy suffers. Oh, people yeah. suffer. There's going to be people without jobs, without businesses. So, you know, just because you're flattening down the curve, you don't get something for nothing. It right. spreads it out over a longer period of time, and people still suffer. And then you got to reach the point. I think about that scene in uh, Fight Club where Edward Norton is talking about what he does for a living, and he's like, <laughs> well, once the cost of a, a recall um, is more than the cost of any legal actions, or the, we, he goes, we don't do a recall. Right. And, you know, the, the kid's braces around the ashtray when, in, in the car accident he had, <laughs> uh, he was talking about. It's one of those things where, you know, if, if it's not cost-effective, uh, they don't do it. So at what point does it get so bad that it, it's not worth it anymore? you got to just let some people die. Right. Well, <laughs> you know crazy. what I'm, I'm thinking? This is going to turn into a real-life purge. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, 
don't come to my house. Yeah, no kidding. Unless, you know, you, you, you want to pick up a gun and, and fight. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of rooms, plenty of guns. And, and, and some bunkers set up. Um, and so, yeah, some bunkers. <laughs> so, so, so now what else is happening in Anthony's life? Because uh, let's face it. A lot of times, you know, people, and it's amazing because, like I said, you, you've created this whole channel, compoundmedia.com, yeah. where you've got all these different shows. I love Tlaib Starks, by the way. Oh, he's on right now. I, I, I love that show. It's yeah. hilarious. He does so much work on it. Like, he's a guy that works. We, or at least myself, I've always been a, you know, wing, wing it kind of seat of my pants thing. No, I go really? I have you? Some topics I want to oh. talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> I have some topics I want to talk about, and we talk about them. But Tlaib, like, works on his show, you know? He's right. producing stuff and has it. It's a great show, really funny. Yeah. But, but now let's talk about you. Because now that you're the, you're the guy, you're the boss, you're the face, yeah. you know? Do you still kind of, do you still have the same uh, show prep, as we'll put it? Uh, I actually do more show prep now than I ever did with the Opie and Anthony show. Not that it's a good or a bad thing either way. But it's just, you know, more conducive to, to doing show prep. I'm pretty right. much, you know, for my show, it's me and Dave Landau. Right. And, uh, we, we do the show. So I, I make sure we have things to talk about and whatnot. But, uh, as far as all the other stuff for the business end of it goes, I've pretty much given that to Keith the cop. He, right. run, he runs the place because, you know, me, I'm not that guy. <laughs> I can't get in people's faces. I'm non-confrontational. I can't d- say no to anyone. Every, if it was up to me, everyone working here would be making two million dollars uh, a year, and you know, I'd go broke. Right. <laughs> but uh, so I need somebody that knows how to how to uh, crack some head, and an ex NYPD lieutenant yeah. is just that guy. <laughs> kind of be the heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And Keith has been at it. He he's been with you from the start, right? Because let's face it, I remember that you know that day. Where, and Keith had talked to me about it. He's like, he was laying on his couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I got fired uh, from Sirius XM, I, I was just like, uh-oh. Like, I have no idea what to do. And uh, Keith came in. He was like, hey, you uh, you got that studio in the basement. What are you doing? Why don't right. we get it together? We'll figure out how to put it online. I mean, from nothing. Yeah. From nothing. We just uh, figured out how to, how to make a show. And it was pretty much a lifeboat at that point. And then uh, over the course of time, the past we've been doing this for five years now, um, and it's uh, it's turned into a real thing with other shows and a studio here in New York City. Uh, I couldn't be happier uh, the way it turned out. We were really at the, the, the forefront of this whole thing for quite some time. Yeah, and then you uh, then you were on the on the hunt for a, a co-host, right? A, a running <laughs> yeah. mate, and I know there was there were rumors swirling. Regarding uh, another former host you used to work with, oh, she's um, the opster, yeah. Well, not, not, not only happen. that, not not only that. I, I I remember that that coming up as a possibility, but also mm. Jim Norton. Oh yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I love Jimmy. I still work with him whenever we can. I you know do whatever shows he wants me to do, live shows, and uh, uh, I I would love to be able to do his show at SiriusXM, but I'm persona non grata over there. Oh, you're uh, back but he on comes the list. Oh yeah, I'm back on the shit list oh, over yeah. there. Uh, but he comes over and does does my show here, and we uh, we're still just unbelievable, great friends and and working associates. Uh, but yeah, I would have loved that. But you know, Jimmy's got a great thing going over there at Cedar Sex M. So right. you know, whatever whatever it is, and and he's you know he's welcome anytime. Right. 
to uh, come over uh, and do whatever he wants to do over here at Compound Media. That's yeah. for sure. You know what? And it's funny too because I don't know if it's funny. It's kind of to me. It's funny. I, I, I think <laughs> I think at the time when the article came out to to to, to certain people, it wasn't funny. Um, <laughs> I think you know what I'm referring to. Some some, some little thing I did with uh, Chauncey. You remember old Chauncey? Yeah. Oh my Chauncey God! Hayden. Opie lost yeah. his mother effing, and I remember you guys talking about that that day, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Chauncey worked for Stepping Out Magazine right. uh, here in New York City for for a while, and he did an article on me and Opie and uh, talking about everything we used to do. And one of the big things we did was Wow Whip Them Out Wednesday. Girls would just pull their their tits out uh, right. if they saw a Wow sticker on uh, the car. I'm sure a lot of people have seen him over the years. And, uh, yeah, Chauncey, uh, Opie called Chauncey after the interview, uh, cause he wanted to clear something up. He told <laughs> Chauncey, I just want to let you know, I, I was the one that came up with, wow. I was the one that came up with it. He had to make sure Chauncey put that in the article. And me and Chauncey have laughed about that for years now. He just came back from Ireland for a little while right. and did my show. We talk constantly on Facebook and, um, and Twitter and texts. He's a, a really cool, funny guy uh, over there in Ireland now with his daughter. Uh, so, yeah, we, we joke about that all the time. Like, oh, I invented that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember when that happened because it was hilarious. And, and yeah. but what I'm talking about, Chauncey and I did it. Chauncey did an interview with me separate, yeah, yeah. separately. And when that came out, Opie lost his ass. Um, oh, yeah. And then Jim, who at the time, and this was a, like a delicate. I think this was a time when you and Jim were exploring each other's feelings. You know, you guys were start. <laughs> you guys were starting to like. You know, kind of start to gravitate towards each other. Yeah, because yeah, we were gelling. I, because I remember you completely down the middle. You know, as as the the, the article's getting dissected, you're just down the middle. You're not bashing. You're not you're not praising. You're just down the middle. But trying Opie, to be non-confrontational, right? And, and Opie's just like, "Day, day, yeah, what a piece of ass!" Blah, blah, blah. And then Jim got to the part about him, and unfortunately, he kind of misread it. And ever since then, Uh-oh. ever since then, and I've seen him a few times. He looks at me like, like, a, a, like I'm the coronavirus. Oh, like, no, doesn't really? doesn't want to touch me. That. Doesn't. Oh yeah. Oh, but it was. <laughs> but I was looking at it like, well, he doesn't understand the backstory of where I was coming from. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at him as your replacement, and he did, oh okay, rem- because you know Opie was in that I got to replace Anthony mode for a while. Oh, I know what an idiot. How did that work out once I left? <laughs> <laughs> How did he replace Anthony when yeah. when I got fired? He he didn't he didn't last a year over there. I know, crazy. <laughs> so so it's and now funny. he's doing shows. Now he's yelling at his iPhone on an empty <laughs> beach alone. <laughs> <laughs> saying bro yeah hey bro brother man brother man i'm here alone on a beach with no friends oh shit <laughs> uh, oh my goodness but, yeah great uh, uh, there are so many like and this could be an opie bashing fest um but i don't want to go yeah. there right now i'll save that for uh, your yeah. show <laughs> Yeah, no sure. But uh, you know, and again, you know, with all the things that are that you've got coming up, you, you so you you know did the you finally found Dave, which seems to, you guys been together over a year now, right? Oh yeah, yeah, well over a year. He he came in after the Artie Lang experiment exploded. Right. <laughs> Though I we gotta say, you know, I gotta yeah. say those billboards were awesome. Oh cool, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the uh oh my god the 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 Artie Lang thing was hilarious I mean we we you know Artie's just such a funny guy and right. and we bring him on board and within nine months it was like oh Jesus Christ <laughs> this guy's a mess so uh yeah so Dave Dave had been coming on uh even before Artie as a guest and and he always was just a funny guy knew exactly how to be a co-host to a show right. naturally and he's fantastic. He's just such a great uh, guy to, to bounce shit off of and bullshit with on a daily basis. We uh, actually, the other day, it was um, me, Dave Landau, and uh, Don Jameson. You know, he's, he's a comic, and he's uh, he was on that metal show on VH1 with Eddie Trunk right. and um, Jim Florentine. And uh, we were on the other day, and, and for 10 minutes, we went off on Jared Leto. Because Jared Leto apparently... Uh, didn't know that there was anything going on uh, with coronavirus. He yeah, just was in he, the desert. Didn't he, he self-isolate for no reason or something? Yeah, yeah. He self-isolated <laughs> for no reason. He he was out in the desert for 12 days or some horse shit. And, and we were just laughing at how pretentious the whole thing was. And uh, we just started goofing on it. It's, uh, it's up on YouTube, on the Compound Media uh, YouTube uh, page. And it's so funny. It's 10 minutes of us just beating the shit out of Jared Leto. And it reminds me, whenever we get into a role like that, it absolutely reminds me of the old days of ONA when it was me and you and Ben and Psycho Mark and Jimmy. And, and we'd get on a topic and just bat it around and laugh <laughs> till we cried. Just hilariously funny. Oh, yeah. Beat it to death until it's not funny anymore. Right, right, and then move along. <laughs> and then move along, and then maybe come back to it later, but still. Yeah, yeah. then it would come back later, but, but it's those things that Dave, first of all, Dave is just great at doing, and the collection of mental patients we have here doing shows at Compound <laughs> Media are so good to sit in with and, and uh, bullshit with, because they all have this twisted, don't give a fuck, PC can go fuck itself sense of humor, so... Right. Uh, we really love what we're doing over here now. Right. And you know what? It kind of reminds me of, because we did that. I remember we do we did that once, and that was the danger of, you know, kind of at that time in history, in radio, mm-hmm. being in New York City where we were in high profile, you know, because the ONA yeah. show was jamming at that point. And oh, yeah. we started talking about, I think it was the Golden Globes or it was the Oscars and Jess, Sarah Jessica <laughs> Parker. And yeah. lo and behold, she, after 20 minutes of her in the barrel getting pounded, she calls in. Yeah. Oh, Christ. And you yeah, got, she was in a cab. And yeah, you, she was in a cab. No, she was, she was, she was, in her, she was, she was in her trailer, and her driver... Oh, it wasn't her trailer, yeah, right. And her driver was like... She, she, her driver was listening to it, and she's like, are they oh, talking God. about me? And boom. Oh, and then she called in, and you guys folded like a cheap... T- you guys turned into such pussies. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you, as, as a sh- as a premier shock jock in New York City, you never assume that the people you're beating the shit out of are going to call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We folded like the cowards we are. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Because even I had yeah. to go. I remember we were in spots. I ran out to check because because uh, Garrett, now known as Garrett, used to be known as Stinky. He uh, yeah. He's like, I think I got Jared Jessica on the phone. I'm like, who? <laughs> They're like, what? No way. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we were all like, when you said it, we're like, no way. No way. And then, oh, shit, it is her. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was great. Garrett's working for me now. I know, and he's, and he's also Garrett hosting a here. show. Oh, yeah. Garrett's funny, man. We got him over here. E-Rock. E-Rock's working uh, yeah. here at Compound Media. Uh, so, you know, uh, contrary to, to other people's beliefs, um, I actually know work with and hang out with a lot of ex-employees. Yeah, it's it's funny. You look at the common denominator and, hmm. Hmm. One of these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see you uh, from listening to the intro of uh, Ugly American. Uh, is that, was that you singing that? No. Oh, okay. I, I did I write it. A... I did write it, but oh, I, okay. I did not sing cool. it. Oh, I did a good uh, David Bowie. Yeah, he's pretty good. I lost track of him. I forget his name. I still yeah, got, I still got to pay good. him too. The, oh shit! Royalties. Oh, yeah, this, that's why I have. And what's funny that's is why that's, I have my brother to. Uh, I have my brother do all the music for my show. Yeah, he knows where to find you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's carrying. Um, yeah. Now, now, in terms of what else is coming up, because again, uh, you've got the compound media. You've got all the shows. You did the book about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Right. Which yeah, yeah, uh, which yeah, was something which, which was something which was a lot of fun to be involved in, I must say, and and thank you for the mention. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was uh, we we did the audio book, me and you downstairs. I have a, a theater in my house, and we just sat there in that theater for hours trying to pound that thing out. Yeah, and uh, you know, people don't realize after a while, uh, anything you're reading is like a tongue twister. So you know, a few breaks to grab a couple of beers and. Uh, and we continued, but uh, it came out really great. People uh, that listen to the audio say they really love it. They love hearing uh, the thing in my voice. Right. And uh, yeah, and if we have to go down and, and bunker down at my house, uh, the whole show, uh, Landau's going to stay over. I have some spare rooms, and uh, we'll do some stuff from the theater and from the uh, the bar area and everything. It should be a lot of uh, yeah, fun. We'll, we'll make it. We'll make fun out of it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so so you've got that, and also I was talking to Johnny Russo, one of the uh, one of the writers mm-hmm. for the book. He says there, there's talk of maybe a second. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been knocking a few ideas around, uh, kind of trying to survive in this uh, political correct environment we live in, right. and and trying to entertain as a irreverent type of comedy show, um, and 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 steer around. Those obstacles of, of, you know, you hit one, it's like a landmine. You right. just explode. You're not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how the, the comedy works in this day and age, unfortunately. Now, do you know so, that yeah, from experience? Is that something a, you've dealt with before in the past? Like that. We've had so much experience with, uh, with that over the course of the years, even early with the FCC, which is kind of a joke now. When we were at NEW, the FCC was the monster you had to worry about upsetting and getting in trouble over. And now the FCC doesn't do anything to anybody, right. and it's all just people. It's little rats on, on social media that rat you out and, and get people uh, fired and whatnot. Right. Uh, it's amazing that it turned into that from it being, you know, Howard Stern were crucified by the FCC and us at NEW uh, and FCC uh, complaints and fines. But now it's just, you know, it's, it's regular Joe who's out there ratting you out. Yeah. People that probably don't even listen to the show, they just hear something and up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they gotta freaking crawl, crawl on their slimy belly and do something <laughs> to get people fired. I, I feel like you've had some experience with this. A tad, a tad, a tad experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I know you've got your show coming up 
in just yeah. a few minutes. You're going to be broadcasting live again from compoundmedia.com. You do it every what, Monday through Thursday? Monday through Thursday from uh, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time because I figured uh, if I'm making up my own hours, it's going to be two hours a day, and goddamn, I'm getting a permanent three-day weekend. So <laughs> I made my own rules. It's good to be the king. It really is. <laughs> well, again, uh, thank you, Anthony, for uh, Anthony Cumbia, for coming on my, my, my podcast. Crazy. Again, the first time we Thank we've, you, Rick Delgado. We've done this. And, I know. Uh, you got to come on, uh, on my show, too. Oh, we'll yeah. hang out and laugh our balls off. Well, I got Definitely. time. I got time. Cool. Yeah. Everyone apparently <laughs> seems to have time now. <laughs> I, I even have a, a V8 where I can just drive over zombies on my way there. Yeah, there you go. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Please download this at uh, iTunes.com, of course, or SoundCloud. You can go to compoundmedia.com and check out Anthony's show. Sign up. You can watch him on demand. You can listen live, watch him live, check out his podcast. He's got a YouTube page. He's got, he's got, he's got a, uh, a Velociraptor in his yard. Ah, it's just, it's amazing what he has. <laughs> I play video games on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash acumia, where I yell and get uh, killed every two seconds by 12 year olds. Awesome. It's great. <laughs> well, uh, well, it sounds like fun. If people uh, want to, uh, of course, play you online, they can't. Um, yeah, they can just watch. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, again, thanks for thanks for coming on, Ant. I appreciate it. And, and again, uh, I'd love to uh, come in and we'll uh, we'll bash other people some more. It'd be fun. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, Rick. Man, I'll I'll talk to you soon. All right, be good. The Ugly American Show. You are so ugly. He's ugly. If people can't see your face, they won't know how wretchedly ugly you are. <laughs>